It's time for the first ever Patreon exclusive Q&A. Now these questions come from channel supporters, podcast supporters over on Patreon. If you want to get in on the fun, just head to patreon.com slash hello Greedo. You can contribute a dollar. You can contribute $20, whatever you want to go for it. If you don't want to cool too, you can listen to this and, and uh, indulge in some other people's questions. It's pretty cool, man. So to those who have supported, to those who have uh, asked some questions today, thank you guys so much. Hopefully next time we'll have a few more. Um, this time we have five questions. They're all very unique from one another or four questions or five questions. Yeah, five questions. Uh, so let's get to it, man. And again, if you want to if you want to get in on the fun, the occasional Patreon uh, exclusive Q&A, um, head to patreon.com slash hello Greedo. And the first question comes from Jack. Uh, and Jack asks, what's your favorite state or national park you've been to? I love this question, man. Uh, so you probably know, uh, some of you guys might know, me and my wife took a really fun trip out west a few years ago, uh, 2017 to, to be exact. Um, we flew out to Vegas. We rented a, uh, an RV from Cruise America, and we drove almost 1,200 miles um, in a big circle, what's known as the Grand Circle. Um, and, and I actually made a video about this. It's like a 20-minute video. It's, it's worth watching. Um, it, it's just Google like the Grand Circle, Hello Greedo. But on this trip, we hit six national parks um, and a bunch of like really neat um, just, you know, locations along the way as well. Um, so my favorite park, my favorite national park that I've ever been to, man, um, is probably Zion. Zion National Park. Um, ah, man, it's really hard to say because when we were, you know, I've been to like, like the great smoky mountains a thousand times. I go there once a year since I was born. Um, but out West, it was something different and unique. Every park was very different. We went to Zion national Pike park, uh, Bryce Canyon arches, Canyon lands, grand Canyon. Uh, and we went to, um, Zion Bryce. Canyon lands, arches, the Grand Canyon, and I am completely blanking up. Monument, um, ah, shit, I can't remember what the other one was called. Capital Reef, Capital Reef, Capital Reef, uh, and they were all so different from each other. You know, like some of them were very deserty and arid, like arches. Uh, some of them were lush and beautiful, like Zion. Um. So, but, but I think Zion was my favorite, uh, that I've ever been to, man. Uh, and if you ever end up going, there's a, there's a beautiful hike that we did called, um, observation point. Uh, it's eight miles. It's, I, I, I think it's the highest you can hike at Zion. Um, and it's gorgeous, man. Yeah. Check out my video. It's, it's worth watching, but I appreciate that question, Jack. Uh, and Clayton Bowler. Thank you so much for the question as well, man. Hope you're doing good. Uh, Clayton asks, you talk often about Danny Boyle being one of your favorite directors and 127 Hours being your favorite of his. Uh, do you have any uh, other favorites of his? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm talking a little quieter right now because I'm looking over at the baby monitor and I can see that my daughter's eyes are open. And I hope me talking right now is not waking her up. So I apologize for the change in tone. Um, so yeah, 
Uh, Danny Boyle is one of my all-time favorite directors. Um, I, I just think he's a brilliant storyteller, a brilliant visual storyteller. Um, and 127 Hours isn't only my favorite of his. It's in my top 10 movies of all time. I, I love that movie through and through. So, um, yeah, Danny Boyle's... Uh, if you've never, if you're not familiar with him, he did Slumdog Millionaire, he did Train Spotting, he did Sunshine, he did uh, The Beach, he did um, uh, Yesterday, which is one of his newer ones. Um, he did. Uh, let's make it easier. Let's go to his IMDb. So, so the man with one of the worst memories on planet Earth isn't trying to think of this guy's movie catalog. Um, yeah. Oh, 28 Days Later, of course. Um. Yeah. Yesterday was one of his. Yesterday was his newest film. Uh, oh, he directed Steve Jobs. Um, but yeah. Anyway, it's. Uh, I I love him as a director. He's he's great. Um, and people often ask, you know, wh whenever somebody asks, who would I want as a a Star Wars director, um in my perfect world, like what director would I want to, to spearhead a star Wars project? I always say Danny Boyle because I think he would bring a unique spin to things. Um, uh, and whenever somebody asks, like, do you think so-and-so would be a good director for a star Wars movie? I'm always like, yeah, man, why not? That's my answer to it. Why not? But why, you know, why not get somebody that's, that usually makes very different types of genre films. Why not? Let's let's stir the pot. Let's make some unique Star Wars, right? Let's uh, let's throw some people in there that maybe have off the wall ideas and see if they stick. Because to to me, I, that's what I want Star Wars to do and become. You know, I don't want it to to feel like it's mulching over the same shit over and over again. Um, you know, the more different views, the more different uh, styles we can get in there, the better, in my opinion. But but to answer your question, I think other than 127 hours. I think my favorite Danny Boyle movie, other than that, ah, it's really tough. But I have a huge soft spot in my heart for for Sunshine. Um, it, it's it's. I I think whenever anybody talks about Sunshine, they always have to preface it, or, or they always have to like justify it by saying, "Oh, I like the first, you know." Uh, three quarters I guess is what I would define it as the f first three quarters of the film the last quarter is meh that's exactly how I put it um, but if you're looking for a a really well done beautiful uh, sci-fi movie um, watch Sunshine I, I think most people would enjoy it uh, I'm, I'm guessing some people will enjoy the end. I don't want to speak about the ending because you might like it and, and I don't want to ruin the movie for you in anticipation of this ending that I'm talking about. But yeah, it's it's a fun movie, man. Check it out. Sunshine. It has Killian Murphy. It has uh, Chris Evans. Um, some familiar faces that, that you know weren't that um, big and well-known back then. But uh, yeah, man, check it out for sure. Sunshine. Uh, the next question comes from Paul Robinson. Uh, Paul is one of the oldest, not in terms of age, in terms of time as a supporter. Uh, Paul is one of the oldest uh, Hello Greedo patrons and, and supporters of the channel, so it's always good to see you, man. Hope you're doing well across the pond. 
Um, hey man, how's the job going? I don't seem to get as much free time myself these days, so I'm uh, way behind on everything really. So attempt the 4th for Orlando is currently still September 27th, but I guess it depends on your borders opening to us and ours opening to allow US tourism. But when I finally get to Galaxy's Edge, uh, recommendations on what not obvious thing I should miss. My best to all, uh, to you all, Paul. I appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, I haven't been following border closures or anything like that. Um, I, I don't even know what the policy is right now. I have no idea. I, 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 I'm not sure if I had to deal with it. I'd be studying it like a hawk. But um, yeah, hopefully things open up and you're able to come across the pond and fulfill your destiny. Uh, but yeah, Galaxy's Edge is great. Um, Paul, the things that I would recommend are actually things that I have not done. So I've been to Galaxy's Edge three times. I've never been to Oga's Cantina. I've never been to on Rise of the Resistance. Um, and, the pro and the reason is because uh, of not getting like a reservation for Oga's, you know. Um, you have to get that in... I don't even I don't even know how far in advance. I feel like me and my wife last time we went, we looked four, five months in advance, and those were already booked up. Like cantina spots were already booked that far in advance. Now I don't know if that's because of COVID. I don't know if it was like just so um, you know, at, at such a small capacity relative to what it usually is. Um, but dude, that when it comes to things that I want to do, I want to do at Galaxy's Edge. That's number one, number one on my list. Like, you know, so I think I think they allow you to stay in there for an hour, um, and have like a two drink maximum or something like that, which is plenty. You know, I just want that. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's like a a ceramic battle of indoor like tiki cup that I really want. I want to order a drink in it and I want that cup. It's just it's just a cool ass looking cup, man. So I would recommend that because I've never done it and I would be super jealous. Uh, but overall, to me, the coolest part about Galaxy's Edge, Paul, isn't even like the, the Millennium Falcon ride that I've been on um, or, or the shopping or anything like that because there's a shitload of shopping. But the coolest thing about it to me is just like when you walk in, it's being absorbed in Star Wars. You are like enveloped in Star Wars. And that was the coolest thing to me is you I, you could get walk around in there and just be you're in you're in it. That's that's the hardest thing to explain. Like to me that's the coolest. I didn't even have to ride a ride. I didn't have to go look for you know stuff to buy. Just walking around and seeing the aesthetic of of you know busted up droids or, or or they have this incredible like sound system where if you're just walking down the street at galaxy's edge you'll hear like a and, and it feels and sounds they have these speakers set up over your head or something it feels and sounds like there are speeders or, or um ships going over your head like about to land or something like that. It's so well done, man. It's so well done. But um, yeah, obviously get the blue milk. Uh, try, Dude, if you're coming over here from over there, just indulge in everything that you can, which I'm sure you're going to. 
but yeah um with rise of the resistance you have to wake up uh or you have to be on your phone i think at a certain time to get a digital um spot in line so i dude i'm sure you've looked all this up um but de if you haven't definitely look into it on on how to get a spot of rise of the resistance and how to uh eventually if it's even possible get a spot at Ogus cantina but um, yeah, it's a fun time, man. It's a really fun time. Also, one of my biggest advices, advices? My biggest piece of advice uh, is, I know you're coming over for Galaxy's Edge, but don't ignore the rest of the park. I'm sure a lot of people do that. And then, because Disney World kicks ass, man. It's a really fun park. A lot of great rides, a lot of good atmosphere. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, don't ignore the rest of the park for, for your indulgence in Star Wars. But I appreciate that, man. Hope you're doing well. Uh, and Caretaker Wanted asks two questions here. Caretaker says, uh, on a scale from zero to zero, how do you like the new Patreon logo? I swear companies are making every logo extremely basic. I haven't even noticed. Let me see this. New Patreon logo. Um, do, 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 new logo for Patreon. Nope, that's from 2017, 2021. Let's see. How is this not just the first? Let's see. Reddit. Reddit usually. Uh, okay. Oh, that's from 2017 too. 2021. Okay. Here, here we go. Oh, it's just the text. Hmm. Is it just the four years ago? Oh, I see the four years ago logo changed. I honestly didn't even notice that. <laughs> but I do see the one from March. It is so interesting. I've seen a uh, a picture of like logos from the past and then the, those companies, their logos today. It's really interesting how so many companies just have this. Like text with a font is their logo now you know what i mean it's strange um how how just i don't even know what the right word is how so many logos are let's see why are so many logos the same uh there we go exactly so yeah okay so here if you if you google i'm sure you can get same results with Googling something different. But I Googled, why are so many logos the same? And uh, I went to Google Images, and you'll see these pictures that I'm talking about. Like, I see Microsoft, Google, Airbnb, Spotify, Pinterest, eBay, um, and then a bunch of fashion um, logos. And they're literally just text. They're, they're like, if, if you typed... If you typed um, Burberry, which is a London, England. Is that close? I don't know. If you typed that on your keyboard and changed the font, that's their logo. Same with Microsoft. Like, it's so interesting. And then I know a lot of things are going to a more minimal look, but like your logo is just, your logo is just some me. It could be me typing Pinterest on my keyboard. And, and there needs to be no other pizzazz. That's your logo. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's weird. Anyway, 
Uh, Caretaker also asks, has there been anything that was so up your alley but took forever for you to discover? Um, And then he says, for me, that was last year when I started listening to Alice Cooper. It was a span of a week. I saw him on three different shows and went, okay, the universe is telling me something. Uh, And sure enough, I love it. Snakes, guillotines, shock rock, awesome stuff. Not to mention he's covered many genres. Uh, I now own all 28 studio albums on vinyl, goodness gracious, uh, or CD and make reviews on YouTube. No kidding, man. That's crazy. Um, So for me, like uh, the glaring example that you guys know about um, is the Clone Wars. Like I didn't start watching the Clone Wars until 2017. Um, And and obviously you guys know that I watched it in its entirety from 2017 to whenever the new season came out. Um, I literally finished the last episode of season six is that the one before the latest one i think like the day the night before season seven premiered so like it took me from i watched every you know an episode here and there but it took a while three years or so that's the biggest example but yeah so other examples would be you know my friends listening to certain bands growing up um me and my friends were always into music and, and we loved to discover new music and, and we were really into that kind of stuff. Um, at a certain point, I kind of like veered away from paying attention to, to much of the music scene. And most of my buddies continued on and they still like listen to, you know, new bands and, and keep up with that stuff. And for whatever reason, I didn't. Um, so occasionally, you know, I'll we'll be at our like cabin trip or something like that. The most recent time this happened was in 20, 2020, no 2019. Cause we didn't do a cabin trip last year because of COVID. Um, but the, the newest example is a band called Pine Grove. And, you know, we were, uh, listening to my buddy, Chris always puts, makes a playlist and we were listening to, um, or everybody makes a playlist, but for the most part, but like we were listening to his playlist, maybe sitting around the pool in the mountains and, um, maybe, I don't know. I don't even know. We might've been driving. I can't remember, but like a song came on that I'd never heard before. And I was like, who is this? Um, and he said, oh, it's Pine Grove. And my other buddy said, I, I thought you would like this. So like, I discover a lot of new bands and music just basically through osmosis, um, that they've been listening to for a while, uh, which is cool. Like, I can't, I can't keep up with stuff. So it's nice to have them keep up with stuff and, and then feed me new music. So like my latest discovery is a band, um, called Pine Grove and it's not like they're that old, but, um, yeah, go listen. If you want a good example of the type of music that I love, um, specifically, okay. So Pine Grove, um, their specifically their album Cardinal came out in 2016 Listen to that album, Pine Grove Cardinal, um, and it's a good example of, of the type of music that I that I like um, for the most part. But uh, yeah, so that, that's kind of a, a good example. I can't really think of anything else. Um, occasionally, video games um, kind of do that too. Uh, yeah, like certain games... I'm trying to think of a good example. Even like Mass Effect or something like that. Dude, I, I played Mass Effect maybe for like four hours when it came out. Um, 
and I didn't even own an Xbox. It was like on a friend's console. I think that's what it was. I, I have a bad memory and I might be misremembering, but I, I just, I'm playing the Legendary Edition now and I'm seeing what all the hoopla is about. You know what I mean? So like I'm a very late comer with many things, but anyway, I appreciate that caretaker. I'm glad you found a new passion in, in the tunes. But, uh, all right, guys, that was fun. That was the first ever Patreon exclusive Q&A. Um, I'm going to continue doing this. I'll do this once a, once a month. How about that? That's a good That's a good thing. If you want to get in on the fun, um, head over to patreon.com slash hellogrito. You can contribute a dollar. You can contribute $5. You can contribute whatever you want uh, and get in on this Q&A, this monthly Q&A that I'm going to be doing. Uh, so stay tuned for that. So, yeah, everybody who supports the, the podcast and the channel and, and all that jazz, I appreciate it. I also appreciate the patience. I know I don't upload and do as much as I used to. Uh, hopefully that will change in the next, I, I'm going to say like eight months or so. It's really hard to say. Things will get much busier come January until like May. So it might have to be like a full year from now when I get back into the swing of making more stuff and, and doing more streams and whatnot. But uh, all right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your morning, your afternoon, your evening, wherever you are on planet Earth. And I will catch you all on the flip side.